Welcome back to the Crown Refs Podcast for episode 295. This is the stripped audio of Signal School 6, one of the most productive Signal Schools we've had yet, as the Crown Refs mentor community put in a ton of great mirror work, practicing a whole list of common signals. We had over 10 officials working in unison, so we hope you can pick up a lot of pointers, both from their presentations and from the coaching that was being provided. There was a lot of individualized instruction for each official, as well as some big picture themes for the group to collectively benefit from. Special thanks to Carmela Garcia, Nick Vance, Taylor Ham, Portia Wadi, Jay Smith, Jason Hayes, David Stefanak, Connor Schofield, Tyler McCabe, and the entire Crown Refs mentor community. If you want to watch this video, it is streaming exclusively on the Patreon app. You can find it at patreon.com backslash crown refs. And once again, we are sponsored by refereestore.com. For all your uniform and referee gear needs, go to refereestore.com and you can even save 15% on all United Attire products. Simply enter crown15 at checkout. Do us one last favor before you listen to the episode. Have a great day rest of your day thank you for listening to the crown refs podcast the audio experience for basketball officials serve the game the main goal of this is for you guys to practice as much as you can that's the number one priority you know um in addition to that we're going to give you guys feedback and coach you on presenting a more polished look and I want to hear some of your guys' feedback as well to help out with the coaching. I always love hearing other people teach. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm gonna stop and bounce around tonight. Um, so just keep going. If I'm not talking to you, just keep practicing. Remember, the goal is just for you to get your reps in. Um, you know, so get as many signals in as you can, but definitely bounce around and watch other people because this environment we're gonna grow from each other and pick up little things from each other. So um, you guys have that workout. It's on channel 18. Um, I'll just go over it again if anybody hasn't done it yet. Uh, we got two types of signals. So signals on the spot, right? Signals when the ball is live, that makes the play go dead or when we're reporting to the table. So I lumped those in two categories. Um, each one we're gonna do 20 times total. So for the first one, foul on the right side, 20 times foul, 20 times with the right, 20 times with the, the left. We're building that muscle memory, training our brain, so to speak, to make it um, just happen naturally and with a lot of burst. All right, so you guys can start. First one is the foul signal, so just punch the sky. And uh, let's get rocking. So that's the cue for uh, Courtney... Maybe Nikki hasn't heard it. You know, you want to punch the sky. David, your hand should be closed as soon as you go up in the air. So I don't want to see an open hand get raised. Yeah, just start to punch immediately. Connor, I'd like to see a little more burst as you get, get it to a higher level. Yeah, much better. Just that little pop makes it look better. Chris, you're a little too rigid. Instead of raising, think of punching. And Portia, um, 
Don't don't raise it in front of your body, right? You're drawing a straight line from your shoulder straight up. Um, not not too close to the head too. Keep it out, outward a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. There you go, perfect. And another cool thing, you know, for you guys is to be able to watch the rerun of this. It's like watching film of yourself. So I'll put it on uh, hopefully tonight. Hey, Paul, I got a question. Please keep them coming all night, guys. That's what I'm here for. What's your question? Um, how do you drop your hand? Do you just drop it, let go and drop it? Or do you just... I mean, that you did it fine. You know, this is just in a smooth way, not robotic. I think the one you just demonstrated was ideal. So just do that. Do you, are you feeling um, awkward with, with that? But don't let your like hand float down open. Just punch and put it, put it back. Punch, put it back. Who else didn't I see the fist? Uh, Courtney, let me see you. That looks good. Just remember, I mean, sometimes we take a step forward when calling a foul, but if you're in the lead, you want to keep your weight on the back of your feet, you know, weight on the heels. And that's also going to make you guys more patient too. So don't be jumpy. But uh, Courtney looks good. Nikki, let's take a look. Good. Yeah, it looks good. What about the left? The left was a little close to the head. Try to just duplicate same same size. You know, we should look exactly the same on both sides. Jay, let's see your uh, foul signal. Welcome. Um, I put the the workout through channel eighteen. If you want to look at at the guide, it's on Discord. It's the mirror workout. Carmel, let's take a look. Okay. You got a little hezzy. You got a little hesitation. <laughs> what do we think of Jay? Let's take a look at Jay. I would just, you know, I told this to David, but as you're pulling the foul, we should see your fist. We shouldn't see the open hand, in my opinion. Boom. So it's closing instantly as we raise it. Uh, and Tyler, let's see your foul. Just go straight up. You, you're hesitating too. It's like you're about to grab your ear. Boom. Hey, Paul, I got a question. Bring them, keep them coming. Um, so for the five second count, I tend to do like a flat hand out. Is it better to do a point with that um, or is it just a preference thing? I like the whole hand. Okay. And I, I would um, focus on getting it outward to your side. The first one you did was a little towards the front. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, no, the way you just did it was, was good. Okay. And just finish it at the end with that little chop. Okay. 
like you're, you're, you're chopping it or popping it into that finished position. The finished position is as far as you can go. The last part of that, that signal. Okay. All right, let's go back to Chris. All right, you're counting. Count looks good. Uh, we got to work on that chop. Um, I, I would prefer the, did you have a question? Yeah, so I was, I've been, I was working on the chop. I'm, I'm, I know what you're going to, yeah, the, um, like, you know, the NCAA men's, like I've been doing that. And then my signer for this year for Catholics, he was telling me to do this, like when I went to camp for him in June. So I, I just kept doing this because I was like, all right. Because he, he said he didn't want me to do this. So and I was doing it. Okay, so that's up to you to make the decision. But um, I yeah. would, uh, if you're going to chop it with like a hand or a finger, I would do it like in front of you, maybe, and not outward so, this way. Because so not here, here. No, nah, I've never. I don't even know what signal this is. I would be confused. I, I don't even know. It. Okay, well, yeah. so you, um, like I'll try it. I got so you. I used to do this chop. You know, like more oh, okay. of a point, but it just looks a little better than going outward. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to try that right now. Sure, for sure. Dave, go go start your counting. Porsche, count looks clean. Let's see it on the other side. Okay, just a little more energy, though. A little less robotic. Okay. Remember, we're focusing on. So when I like, when I chop the clock, I always like use my fist to chop it. Yeah, that looks good, Dave. So my final ball, I do final ball, I do this to my five second, and then and I Dave, chop it like that. Dave, tuck your thumb. Don't have your thumb out like this. Keep the thumb tucked so your hand is open, but it's flat. All right, and don't don't go diagonally upward with it. Keep it shoulder level. If you draw if you draw a straight line from your shoulder out, that's what the count should look like. Right. Yep, and your hand is flat. Good. Don't bend the hand so we see more of the uh, bottom part of your hand. Keep it flat. And Chris, same thing with you. Just try to flatten out your hand as much as possible. Like it's very minimal. Like your thumb is a little bent. Again, we're looking at all the little micro details that you guys are presenting, cleaning up piece by piece. Um, Courtney, yeah, just what I was telling Portia, just pop it out, finish that with a little bit of snap. Whoosh, whoosh. Picture that sound effect. Whoosh. <laughs> Tyler, can you go, Tyler, can you go widescreen? Or at least with the count, because your hand is leaving the screen. Who's about to speak? All right, Connor, let's take a look at your player control. I see you working over there. That's good. Like the footwork. And you got your first varsity game coming up. Congratulations. An 18-year-old work in varsity. Yeah, appreciate that, Paul. That's awesome, man. Remember, you belong. You're going to be roughing kids the same age as you, but mm -hmm. you have an equal role in the game. Um, I want to go to Nikki. Let's, Nikki, um, in your state, you're doing behind the head for NFHS? 
it is an optional mechanic, but we still keep the punch. So okay. the behind the head, we can add to this or we can not add it to that. So what, what are you going to be doing? What? what? Which one are you going to be doing? The punch? I or normally the just punch, but okay. I've been working on adding the head since I'm thinking that we might might also get away from the punch at some point in the future since a lot of other high school associations are. Are you going to try for NSA women one day? All right. So just be mindful. They're using the punch still. So mm -hmm. I'm, you I'm think I should just okay. punch. Uh, I mean, again, you, you're, seems like you guys have options, so you, you can't lose either way. I'm just kind of forecasting for you down the road. I don't know if the NCA plans on going behind the head. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen any indication and I know that's where you'll be. And you won't okay. be doing behind the head in two years or whenever you do make college. So just be mindful of that. Cool. Tyler, point looks, Tyler, travel looks good. Just make sure we're pointing, I guess you're, you're mimicking like in trail or something, right? Or, or center here. Sure, but in lead, remember, we're gonna obviously point straight. Porsche travel looks good three revolutions one two three and then really finish that point after the violation when we're calling a violation whether it's a double dribble or a travel um or a held ball it always looks super strong when we add that crisp and sharp point after the signal or the violation signal dave keep your fist tight i don't know if you saw that video i was uh, of me recording my trainer today but he had the droopy kind of uh travel signal for a second so just keeping your wrist locked and not bent looking good connor good travel jay let me see your travel are you sitting or standing you got the whistle in this guy's ready to ref and me mm. Jay, tuck your point. Ready? Get all the bottom fingers out and just point with one finger. Tuck the pinky. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you're going to have your whistle, okay, I was going to say, if you're going to have your whistle in your mouth, might as well just say the travel and drop it out and mimic the whole thing. Um, Courtney, just slow it down slightly. Yeah, yeah, baby, come on, you're part of it. Um, yeah, just it was a little rapid. There you go. Very good. Very good. Tyler, you're going one hand fits all on the player control. Or you did, uh, excuse me, same hand I saw you were doing. That looked good, though. Jay, just keep the travel chest level, right? Well, that's good, yep. One, two, three, and then point. And snap that point, too. As it's coming out of the final revolution, it's like exploding towards the opposite end line. A lot of good cues being shared tonight. Uh, what do you got? Stay here, okay. Hey, Paul. Yes, sir. Hey, Paul. Yes, sir. So, so, so you want all one hand? No. The same side? I, I don't care. You do whatever you want. Or 
I have never done the all one hand. Boo 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 boo. Who knows? I may try it one time. It may just happen naturally. But I I stop the clock and then with the same hand I stop the clock with is the hand I'm eventually pointing with. So it's right, left, and right at the same time. And okay. then the other side of the court, it's the exact opposite: left, right, and left. Depending okay. on which side of the court I'm on. I like to stay with that strong hand or outside hand principle, just like when we're pointing. So it carries over just uh, same thing with the player control foul. Okay. Paul, for the stay here, how are you doing your stay here? I feel like mine looks weird when I see myself okay. on screen. Let's, let's unweird it. Okay. Um, so I, I mean, I like options with this. I think in the NCA men's manual, they, they show the same hand. So probably my go-to is the same hand, foul, and then it's just a strong point. I'm bringing the point down with me and pointing one time to the ground and keeping it there, almost like you're holding a piano note for an extra second or like it's a sustained note. Um, that's one option. Another option is right to left, which works well too. So it's foul, stays here, and a hard press. Well, well, stays here, and I'm I'm a double tweeter, so it's that's just the cadence I work in with with these plays. I think block charge, stay here signal. I use double tweets for, and probably travels too sometimes. Uh, let's take a look at your say here. Yeah, we got to work on that finger. So fist, point, fist, point. trying to think of a good word that describes the motion yours is almost you're, you're almost just dropping your your hand down it's more of a press okay yeah just get in the flow of it i mean i know it's going to be awkward at first a lot of things that we do are awkward at first but you can improve with practice <laughs> uh hey paul yes so sir i see like so for a foul stand here, here's the I'm like doing, in my game, I do, I come up here and I go right here first. I use my two arms to signify we're staying here. Instead of me doing this, I think that I'm counting the basket, but I do this and it takes, we're staying here. Okay, I would recommend just oh, doing one hand. I would recommend just one press. Okay. The, the double-handed double press. I think that was a little excess. So I, I, you just got to smooth it out. You guys just got to smooth out the press. So watch this video, Spe specifically this part. Um, who else? Who else? Anybody else on the stay here, Porsche? Let me see. Okay, good. It's good. You could work with that. You could build on that. Chris, that was too much of a, um, a gap between signals. You did fist, you dropped your hand, then you took a step and pressed. It should be simultaneous. Fist, press. If you're gonna go with the other hand, it's gotta be immediate. If you're gonna go with the same hand, it just comes naturally down, right? As you drop your hand or drop your fist. Um, Jay, let's see what you got. You're going left, go ahead, do that again. Left, 
All right, so you got to drop your foul fist. As you, as you call the foul with the fist, that gets set up to point. So it's foul, point, but then you just add the foul behind the head point. Okay, that works. That was a variety Jay just showed. Um, he went foul and the same hand, he went behind the head and then pointed. That works well too. Boop, 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 boop. Actually, I like that a lot. Boop, 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 boop. Again, just a little subtle variety. I know the podcast I put out, Kim and Kim Clips 10, the title was Variety is the Spice of Life. So I really believe in that. It's back to Chris. Let's see how we looking with that. It's a little too much, though. It's a little too thunderous. Foul. Um, I wouldn't bring your offhand up that high. The only reason why the strong hand is up that high because you're calling the foul with that hand and then you're just dropping it. If you're going to go opposite hand, boop, boop, it should be like chest level, shoulder level the, the most, and then just press. And my press finish, I would say, is around waist level. All right, where are we at? The block. All right. Courtney, where are you at? Foul, block, okay. Going open hand block, got it. Lyrics looks pretty good though. Do you like that block in the game? Mm-hmm. So I encourage the fist block, but you guys gotta do what works for you. I know you get a lot of pressure from some local people, but sometimes. All right. I like your score, Connor. Everybody watch Connor score it real quick at the table. You at the table? Clean. Show us, show us one more. Good. Jay, I've, I've always loved your block, Jay. Since the first IPR. Jay Hayes, that is. Sorry, Jay. I knew that Jay longer. Come on, where you at? Score it. Okay. Are you a little narrow with your numbers? What do we think? Slightly, slightly. I mean, I just think it should be straight up shoulder, shoulder width. <laughs> I like your block, Chris. Chris, when you pop your numbers out, the first thing I notice is your elbows are outward. Keep them here, straight up. Carmelo used to do that a lot, right? With the elbows out, take a look at Chris. 
shows two hands. Shows a double number. Better. Better. Yeah. I think we, we had improvement there. Porsche, I like the block. Um, just be mindful of don't don't make it so swoopy, like so across the body. Should it my, be like a straight down, Paul? Like my score is pretty subtle. Yeah, get to the table. It's pretty much it's it's that simple. Okay, or score the goal. Sometimes you know facing me, but it's generally. A little bit of a diagonally down angle okay. and nothing special, nothing special at all. Simple, simple strength. That's really uh, the big concept behind signal school, the simple strength. Okay. With a twist of variety. So it gets a little complex, but it's all simple in my mind once you work at it. Um, Dave, Dave, I, I'm not a huge fan of the flush of the whole hand flush. Can we get you to do two fingers? Mm -hmm. uh, but don't, that's what you did. You pulled the two fingers back. Here, okay. just bring your fist up and then drop the two. Don't show the two until you score it. Mm -hmm. so, you're, so just pretend you're reporting your numbers, white 23, and then this one hand then transitions to score, oh, excuse me, it should be the opposite. Score the goal. Right into your numbers. That looks better already, but don't don't flick it. Like your your uh, keep your hand straight. Don't let your hand move and and woggle like that. All right, Jay, 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 for your block, I want you to watch Jay Hayes and Chris, Chris and Jay. Show uh, Jay your block. Jay Hayes, can you show your block? Big block. Okay. Jay, what'd you think of Chris's? Say that again. Um, sorry, I'm talking to Jay Davis now. Oh. <laughs> what he thinks right. of so basically, <laughs> basically bring it out and then bring it down. Yeah, I don't know. So here's another good cue. After you call a foul on a block. All right. Um. I like to make the Y shape. So if you think of the Y shape, the start of your block is a Y shape, and then it strikes your hips. Gotcha. I think that's a good cue. I guess. Now, you don't have to bring it up. Like Connor doesn't bring his up all the way. Like Connor, show us your block. Yeah, well, whenever I call it on the spot, I go a little more. Then when I go to the table, I cut it back a little bit. Let's see you're on the spot. <laughs> Okay, that was that was good. That wasn't as high as like I do it. He had a slight bend to it, but like, find like your version that works best for you. Jay, the last one you did look really good, but then don't let your your hips stop it. Excuse me, your fists stop it. Oh, Not much. Let's see uh, one more time, Jay. All right, looks looks better again. The little recall, little bounce back. 
24 block. Same thing with you, Tyler. Like, just think about um, hitting your hips and letting your hip fists rise up like a few inches. Okay. All right, push. We're up to a push. Remember, push is a push up. Starts at your shoulders, right around your shoulders, chest area. Push it all the way out. Oh, I got a question for the push. Hmm? Do you ever? I thought you said something about like pushing to the side, but I wasn't sure because I, I wanted to try to change, like have some variety with it. But do you ever like go to the side with the push, like a slight diagonal movement or is it just straight every time for you? The one play type that I use the side push is when a player gets pushed out of bounds. For some reason, I've always identified or made that connection. Okay. Yeah. But my normal one is usually not, not to the side. No. But I, I think the side looks good. Mm. Nobody's going to say anything. Yeah. And if they do, it's okay. <laughs> people are very scared of other people's opinions. Yeah. Did you guys see that last post I put in the NCAA channel? About a, um, there's a lot of fear of just disagreeing with somebody or, or we fear people's reactions. You know, that's uh, just fear as your mindset. It's not going to set us up for success. <clears throat> But tonight is about signals. Get off my mindset wave. Paul, how do you do your hold? Do you are you like that and hold? You, like that. Who's asking, by the way? Is that Jay? Jason? Needs. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, grab it. I mean, my, my hold has some variation with where I grab it, where I place it. My most basic hold is just like the book with just a little, although I don't really do it that much. However, I wouldn't have ever considered doing this until like last year when I just played around with it. And I'm like, yeah, this will work my fourth hold of the game or something. But generally my hold is a little bit higher and I finish it with a little punch. Do you ever add something more to it? Like say it was a Jersey grab or something like that. When you say hold, grab a Jersey or something, do you ever add anything to that? Yeah, so if somebody grabs a jersey, that'll be the only signal I present. Sometimes I present it on the spot because we may be the only ones that see those type of plays. Foul, and then everybody, you know, I'm not a big fan of presenting on the spot. However, there's some times we have to, whether it's a hit to the head or a jersey pull. Yeah, but yeah I definitely like to tug on it. And then I go white 24 and I verbalize that. White 24 grabs his jersey. Now, someone may say, ref. You know, someone may say a coach is going to say something to you about that. We can't have a fear of, of a coach saying, ref, he grabbed his jersey. That's that's an intentional foul because we have to have responses for that. And we're not breaking into jail by doing that. You know, you could just say, coach, it was an accidental grab of the jersey. I did not have it as an intentional contact. But I but I hear what you're saying, coach. Most times it's Um, J David look, looks good, man. Hey, you're, you're hammer fisting it in. I like it. Pretty good. Make sure we're equally as strong on both sides. Mm. 
and see Nikki. Nikki, I want to see a little more pop of your numbers to the table. Remember like the, rec the rectangle, the invisible, what did I call it? The reporting rectangle. Almost like there's a wall right here. You're going to slap the wall with your hands. Slap the wall with your hands and a little more patience when you're transitioning to your hold signal. Don't be in such a rush to go here. And then finish it. Pop it outward a little bit more. I would, um, I think I like the fist. I mean, sometimes I'll face the face my fist this way, but I think if you turn it just a little bit, might might look a little sharper. But again, it's all preference. Doesn't matter. Hit to the head looks clean, Carmella. You guys are doing great. Chris, where are you at? Which one are you doing? Don't we don't need much footwork presenting the hole at the at the table. Maybe you're taking a step, but not like um, a player control step. You know that little one two we do sometimes. Although I'm getting very flat-footed nowadays. My signals just like kind of keep simplifying. I'm doing a lot less. My player control is very basic. It's just boop, 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 boop. I'm doing a lot less footwork. I don't know. Keep it simple. I remember technical fouls. Not We don't want to make them a gator chop. The, the main part about the technical foul signal is your demeanor when you're given it. Way more important than what the signal looks like. I mean, it's a pretty basic signal. I mean, it should not be that complex for us. But the more important thing is your face, your facial expressions, your posture, your body language, your emotional state at the moment of a technical foul. This gets into now a mindset conversation. But just remember, take a deep breath, slow down, Slow down even more on technical fouls. It's not that serious. It's just another foul. We make it. Paul, when, when you're reporting, you're like technical. If you call a technical on a coach, how are you reporting that? Are you going to do like a little point to like the bench to verbalize the table or like the C? Yeah. So uh, I'll go. Uh, I might even point. It's a good question. I think I probably do it a couple different ways. The coach of white, it's technical foul, two shots. Or I might go, white, coach, or excuse me, white, coach, technical foul, two shots. But yes, I'm pointing. I know the, you know, we've heard, the, oh, you don't want to point at him after. You don't want to point at him emphatically. You don't want to make it look emotional. But you're indicating who the technical foul is on. I think the book needs to know. It's not like you're calling a technical foul and as you walk by him, you're pointing in his face. Like, but yeah, I like to let them know. So you're, you're pointing at the bench. I mean, I'm pointing at the coach who's near the bench, who's on the bench. Okay. I mean, if just think of it. When you're at the table and you're pointing to a bench, 
you're not really specifying where part, which part of the bench you're pointing to. I mean, oh, there's only a little bit of range. Generally, you're pointing to everybody when you point to a bench. Well, no, we got a we got a handful of people in our association that when they report a file, their initial thing that they've been taught throughout the years is white side. 34, you know, hit, and then they go. So we're trying to get them away from that. Are you talking about presenting signals on the spot? What's that? You're talking about signals on the spot after a foul, or are you talking about a technical foul? Yeah, when they're reporting, it's white side, blue side, white side, black side. And I'm trying to get them away from that and just go to white. 34 hit two shots instead of pointing at the bench. So I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand why they're pointing at the bench. So this is just a regular hit foul. Yeah. Just like a a common foul. They will say either white side or the red side or white side, blue side. But what are you saying? That's what I want. What we're here for. What are you saying? Oh, I'm just straight up white, 33, hit, two shots. Good. That's all we can control is what you do. Invite them here. No, I was wondering on the technical when you were pointing towards the coach. That's where I was. Yes, we're pointing pointing towards the coach, letting everyone know it was that person. I got you. Okay. Sorry, pal. Technicals. Than that. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yep. Hey, Paul. So, uh, so for the hit to the head, where my conference commission trying like use like when I call like hit to head foul, my commission wanted to do like they for hit to head. He wanted to just do that. So using the unapproved hit to the head signal is like they're trying for. I know what they're telling you. Which one are you going to do? Well, what I'm going to do when I indicate like a hit to the head, I do this, hit to the head, designate spot, now go to the table, let train for hit, and line. So you did do a hit to the head. Yeah, I would just do a hit to the head, but you got to do what you guys want. I know some of these older officials, they try to scare us, try to bully us a little bit and try to threaten us like it matters. But we're serving the game here where somebody got hit in the head, letting everybody know I got hit in the head. It's not really a big deal. Paul, you want to look at Chris's hit to the head? Yeah, thanks. What do you got, Chris? I know, I know, then my second, when I call for hit to head, I do like, we're trying for hit, hit contact. And follow, I do the hit, I follow by with the head. That looks good. Carmelo, please describe Chris's hit signal. Oh, excuse me, hit to the head signal. Like describe what he's doing or what he yeah. should do? I'm both. So Chris, what you're doing is you're turning your head don't don't turn your head and look away. Just hit to the head and kind of lean with it. 
yeah don't don't like don't like cover your head like you're going away <laughs> you're hiding because you called that foul just go hit to the head and lean with it thank you it actually looked like a good dance move if there was a beat that was synced up and you could like michael jackson <laughs> you could like your head can move slightly i mean or it could stay stay the yeah. same yeah carmel so, okay i think i got the same question david just asked is it do you go hit and then signal the head or do you just go to the head i mean i'm telling you guys and i hope you trust me to just go hit to the head um David is also describing like there's some local assigners at the high school level that are very by the book. This is like a generational conversation. Nobody, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not making it about age, but nobody like under 50 or under 40, like really talks about this stuff, but you just hear it at like clinics, like, oh, you, you know, don't go hit to the head, you go here. But I mean, if a guy gets hits in the head, you're lying to everybody by showing the hit signal. So I would recommend just going hit to the head. It's what I do in high school. I mean, I, I work these high school games too. So it's not like I'm not working high school. And yeah. I said to you like, we're trying to hit, hit and followed by the head and contact. Yeah, and keep me personally, I like, to, I like to do like the hit signal and then followed by the head, head contact. Yeah, I got you, brother. I, I got you. That's, that's my style is that I use a approved signal and now followed by the unapproved one. Understood. Thank you for sharing. Let's okay. move on. Let's move on to a different one. Um Nikki, let's try not to get your hands too far above your head. I would say face level is where you want to report your numbers. When I report my two, I can pretty much draw a straight line from my forehead to the top of my fingers. From, yeah, like the middle of my head, top of my fingers. F face level, nose level. Jay, I like your three-point signal. Nice little pop in the air with the open hands. Jay, um, same, Jay Ship, Davis, excuse me. Same thing uh, I was telling Nikki, like slap the wall with your hands when you're reporting the numbers. Slap it, slap. Okay, good. And again, you know, the elbows shouldn't be outward too much, not to say they look like this, but just keeping them as straight as you can. It's, it's probably unnatural to do this, but just be mindful that the elbows don't stick out too much. Nikki, try to keep yours a little tighter and, and less tomahawkish. My head's pretty simple. Just my arm, my off arm basically is straight up or straight out. And then I strike it right around, right below my elbow. Right around there. This, this whole area. I don't think the, the wrist looks really good. Now the wrist makes us look too tomahawky. Maybe if you're doing the book approved one um, and you're gonna go low, then the wrist would look okay. I like the low hit too, for the ones, for the like swipe down plays. 
Dave, Dave, don't make uh, shorten that. Shorten your your strike, your striking arm. You, this is what yours looks like. Your elbow's out, and it's like this swing, this swing. Like, like this. A little better, but you want to make it just smaller. Just shrink it. Let's see, Portia. Portia, it looks smooth, but I think you could make it more, have more burst, a little more slap to it, to your fingers, your numbers. Looks smooth. But instead of just raising them like this, watch, watch me. Instead of just raising them, present them. Looks good. Like a good, another good analogy is like you're throwing your fingers out of your hand. Okay, Nikki, much improved already. Let's see with the left hand. <laughs> so just mirror it. Remember, your off arm is going to have this look like this, excuse me, right? If you think the first time you did it up with your fist, so punch in style fist, strike it. Turn your fist, your off arm fist. Yeah, other way. You had it the first time. There you go. Better, better than the first one. It's getting better each time. It's all repetition. You know, I always say people with strong signals, it's evident of the work that they put in. I almost feel like there's no excuse for not having strong signals if you've been refing uh, long enough long enough me in like a year or two, two years, you know? First year, it's a little awkward, I get it. But everybody's on a different trajectory. So nobody's uh, career means anything, has anything to do with yours. Hey Siri, text Isaac Regali. Are you okay, bro? What do you want to say? Are you okay, bro? Question mark. Done. Hey, Isaac was supposed to come tonight. He just put through the chat, he got in an accident. Ooh. Sorry for the lateness. The car accident. The other driver ran the stop sign, but I'm okay. Minor chest pain and knees. What's up? When when you go up with your right hand on your three point, you cross your left hand across your chest. But when you go up initially with your left, you do not do it with your right. So <laughs> I have a which isn't really diagnosed because I don't go to the doctor. I'm stubborn like that, but my shoulder is messed up. So whenever I hold it, I, I it feels better when I hold it because it's painful to go at a certain height. So it feels better to go to hold it to kind of put pressure on it so I could go higher up. I got gotcha. you. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know that feeling completely well. You know, my shoulders can get. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had injured it. I don't know, 10 plus years ago. And I just really, 
I mean, I got it checked out, but I really never got an MRI on it. So, yeah, it's it's starting to hurt this year. So that's I why. Have you tried like mobility exercises? Yeah, I've so done that. Get, when I when I injured it, I got sent home. Some... Yeah, when I injured it, I had got sent home with some uh, self mobility exercises to do, and I was doing it, and it just it didn't heal properly. Still, so I mean, it's not. Oh. It's not unbearable, but you know, when I mark a three, I have to hold it to raise it higher. So yep. no worries. I've been told I do that when I post files, I end up putting my hand up doing that. So I've been trying to get rid of that. <laughs> Where are we at? Three pointers? Yeah. Okay. The, cool. uh, the Dave, yours is too narrow. It's too narrow. Finish like this is the good. This is a good finish right here. Like this. Yeah. That's the way we want to feel. Exactly. Right exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Right. Perfect signal. Tyler, you got that one in the bag. Yeah, I've been practicing all year. Um, <laughs> Porsche, I was saying just, you know, pop the three up and then pop the makeup. That's what I was about to ask. Do I show the three during for the attempt? And then if it's made, open both hands. I got you, Carmella. I see you shaking her head, nodding her head. I got you. Thank you. And don't just you're softly raising it up. I think a three point signal is a good signal to showcase a little bit of athleticism, good form. So, and a little bit of burst. So don't just raise your hand. Mark, pop it in, pop it up. Three. And I like to keep it up there like a solid 1.7 seconds. 1.2 seconds. Don't just throw it up and drop it if possible. All right, Taylor has joined us. Welcome, Taylor. We're hopping right in. Good to see you. All right. I like it. I like it. So, is that what we're just doing right now, working on um, threes? Yeah, if you want to go to the Discord channel 18, I posted the Signal School workout. That's what we're following. But or you can just, you know, call, do fouls on the right, fouls on the left, stop the clock, point, work on your block signal. You can just freestyle. Jay, can you just back up so I can see the whole arm? Jay, Jay Davis. Uh, Chris, little less diagonal. Close it a little bit. Okay. Looks good, Jay Davis.
when I do my three-point make or attempt and then the ball goes in, I almost pull down my hand and then go back up. Not like too far, but it, it allows more burst, I think, with that upward motion. With that upward motion, and I'm not talking about A1. Um, Tyler, with your Taylor, with your fist, try not to have it so close to your ear. Okay. Have a little space between your your bicep and your ear. Okay. Better. Better portion. Nikki, your hands are a little flappy at the top. Straight. Yep. Better. Taylor, I put the signal school, the workout in the chat for Zoom. Oh, thank you. Carmelo with the assist. Eight pounds pass, Carmelo. Thanks. All right, Dave, you're working on the hand check. It's very, it looks very safe. You're protect, you're very protective of your, your hand. Um, chest level, chest level, a little bit higher and bring it out a little bit more. Shoulder width and then press, get much better. So chest level, shoulder width, pull it back just like you would a push, press it out, press. Okay. Much better, but not too hard. Not like you're trying to hurt someone. Yeah. Good. That was good. Because when I do this, I know I'll be going to the next level because that foundation told me that when I like do this or this, it gets me up to the next level. But I like to add that positive show that I'm confident in my in my call. Yeah. Good. Now you're looking. I'm seeing the improvement. Connor. Good Connor. Watch watch Connor's hand check. Connor, you gotta try out for college this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Weren't you yeah, this summer? This you summer I'm gonna that last year, hit the right? camp circuit hard. Yeah, I was contemplating last year and then but I wasn't I kind of decided late, so there's like some camps that I missed out on, but this spring and summer. That's the goal. I haven't seen any of your plays yet, but from what I see, like there's no reason why you wouldn't get hired this year. So from what, at least what I think. Yeah, hopefully I can. My goal is to get a lot of film. I know we talked about it a little bit, but just get a lot of film and watch that this yeah. season. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of plays going through the play, play sharing channel. I encourage you guys to post as, as much as you want of your plays. There's always somebody that's willing to give you feedback. It's another great thing about our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that with my uh, varsity games. Because I'm probably going like, to play my first varsity game like day before. So you guys, hopefully all you guys can watch and 
That's what we're here for, brother. Yep. Because I know I want to go up to the women's uh, college level for basketball fishing. I know. You're going to get there. Hey, Paul, I have a question. Please. So I always, I guess this is my most least comfortable mechanic call um, when I call like a rebound on the offensive team. I don't know why. I... Oh, rebound? Yeah, when it's on the offensive team and they're rebounding. So. Uh, who's going about... the other way? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, here's how I do. I'm usually like, close. we're going to go that way with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most, that's the least comfortable I feel. And I feel like it's just awkward for me for some reason. I don't, I don't know. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing right now? I call the foul and then I just kind of just do the that way because it's on the offensive and then I just go and report it. But I just don't feel comfortable doing that. So now, I don't know. now, is this an offensive foul or is this a um, a rebounding foul by the offensive player? Yeah, rebounding. Okay, so yeah, just, just like Jay did. You know, all you got to do is foul this way, going down. White ball. Just, okay. Oh. That's, That's it. Good. For some reason, I just feel like I just should just, so it's just, and then yes. you report at the table what they did. They pushed, they held. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I always just feel uncomfortable in that way. Uh, yeah. yeah, so for rebounding fouls, real simple. If it, we're going the other way, it's fist, point, new direction. If we're staying here, whoop, stays here. So that should be kind of in our catalog for all rebounding plays. All right. What other questions we have? What other signals you guys have uh, questions or comments on? Hey, Paul, how does my rebound signal work? Like, I come here. What's good? I feel like that. I like it. Good, good white. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get my uh, hands a little further in. Normally, I just go finger to finger, but I'm trying to. I was just going to ask that, Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see you're going like almost the delay game signal and then away. Well, I was only because I'm like, oh, finger to finger. Yeah, I've always done kind of the finger to finger and, and my hands just meet in the middle. Just looking through the mechanics manual, I noticed the, the wave off starts here, finishes here. So okay. just trying to have a little bit more range with mine, I think. Gotcha. But I'm still working on it because it doesn't feel totally natural. And I don't know if I like going halfway between like, all or nothing. Right. Ooh. Get you. But the wave off is a really good signal. I really like the wave off signal. I think it, we could really look strong doing it. Kill it. I think almost, uh, I don't know, like the incomplete pass for football. Oh, yeah. Just uh, almost an open hand instead of the closed, but the hands right over the top of each other. I think it's a natural movement, the wave off. 
should feel pretty natural for most. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of the whole over the top. Yeah. I think this, that looks smooth. Paul, do you guys have uh, two hands on the ball handler, Val, for men? Um, I don't know. Or, 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 or multiple touch valve. No, do you? Yeah. We, still have this we have we have two hands and then a multiple touch. Oh wow, this is in the book. Two hands like this. Yeah. So call the valve. I thought that was a cylinder valve. Yeah, we have two so hands we... and then no. um and then we have multiple touch valves or mm. multiple hands. I used to do that. Um, now I just do hand check. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it we, have a hand, we have a hand check too, but I mean, at least in one of my conferences, they want us to either do multiple touches or two hands. Yeah, you have more variety and more specification with the hand check and the different types of hand checks there are. So I would use yeah all of the options that are you see fit for that play. Jay, your hand check, um, chest level, shoulder width, straight out. And the hand check, I feel like should be a strong signal. Not to say like you're flexing when you do it, but something about it when I do it feels like I'm at the gym almost. Same thing with a hold. I don't feel that with a hit because I don't want to hurt myself. Taylor, you have another question or was that a previous hand? Oh, that was previous. I, I was, I didn't know, I didn't see everybody what they were doing at first. So I figured it out. Carmela, when you go to the table with the multiple hand or like the two hands, are you still saying hand check for all of them? Or are you? No, two hands. Or I, I, I say, uh, I say what I, what it is, two hands okay. with multiple touch. Is that a women's mechanic? Yeah. The multiple touch feels weird. I feel like I'm doing like the robot or like the Macarena. Hmm. The multiple touch. I know it. I know it's unorthodox. How much of the uh, when you guys are doing your high school? How much of the college do you guys carry down, or do you bring down when you're reporting? Just by instinct, I guess. Can you repeat that? Sorry. So when you guys are doing your high school games, how much of your reporting by instinct are you bringing down your some of your mechanics from the NCAA and the NCAA women's to your high school games? So personally, my high school assigner, he also does women's college, but he wants me to really work on this season doing two different type of mechanics. He doesn't want me to to do college mechanics for the high school. He wants okay. to, to work on two, both set of mechanics. Right. So that's my goal this season for high schools to work on high school mechanics and college college. Okay. In, in my area, it's a, like, a lot of a win or own kind of deal. So it's like who I'm with. Um, if I'm with my IBO president, I'm not going to do any of my college mechanics that I've learned because he kind of frowns upon that. but. Other than that, most of the time I'll try to experiment with some stuff, you know, during a game and 
see how it works when I'm not being evaluated. <laughs> Frowning upon things is not a recipe for happiness. FYI, big picture for everyone out there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's not right. Portia spoke I, about this. You absolutely did. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> why would you sign up to, to frown? Exactly. I guess I've almost seen a trend and I guess maybe this is more in my football experience, but I guess I can carry over for the basketball as well. That If it's happening at the NCAA level, it's just a matter of time before it gets to the NFHS level. Which signal are we talking about, Tyler? I mean, just, just kind of in general. I mean, not nothing that's like, uh, that I can think of off the top of my head, but if it if it's happening now at the NCAA level, it's just a matter of time before it trickles down to the NFH level and becomes either a mechanic or becomes a rule or becomes you know whatever uh, a signal. Um, we we've seen it at the at the football stage. Well, I mean, potential grounding this year, for instance has now uh, been implemented in the NFHS where it hasn't been before. And it just seems like as time goes along, the NFHS is buying into the NCAA side. So that's why, that's where the question came of how many of your mechanics are trickling down from the NCAA side down the NFH side. What's your guys' thoughts on the flop in high school? Anybody going to be calling it this year? It's in the rule book, faking being fouled. No, I haven't got any, like, flops at, at all this season. Was that popular? Like, it will happen. I'm going like, to say, hey, trying to don't flop or trying to don't fake a foul. I, I'm really fascinated with how that part of the rule book has been neglected for so long. I don't understand it. You know, the. Oh, the, my guys, my thing of lock, and then so I'm quick flopping. Yeah, that's Versus the old school traditional method of doing it. You know, so. That, that's yeah, a, I agree. You know, it's like we got to evolve and um, call, call the rule as written. So I'm going to be, uh, I'll probably mention it in my pregames this year with everybody. Just so if I do call it, like, it's not going to be breaking news. Yeah. Are you saying, like, the technical part? Yeah, I'm going to call obvious flops. I'm not going right. to, you know, reinvent the wheel or put something that's iffy in the game. But high school players, you'll know when it's an obvious flop. There's right. look, they look really bad doing it. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I know we don't have any control. I know we don't have any control over what NHS does, but I'd like to see some guidance on, you know, putting our emphasis on calling flops on, trying to crack down on that. So, like, we're, we're going to focus on beads and the hair. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Oh, well, that's probably why it's a little bit of a head scratcher, too, is because you see no information put out about it. Nobody touches on it. I mean, I mean, I asked Al Batista, not that I, you need to ask anybody about a rule, right? The rule book is black and white. It's right there. But I mean, Al, yeah, Paul, it's a, it's a technical foul, you know? 
It's in the rule book, faking being fouled. There's three way, there's three types of flopping. Head flops, which are most commonly on a dribbler. You also see that when a defender is face guarding somebody and the offensive player is trying to um, break free for a pass and he like pushes the chest and then you see the head flop. So those are the two times you see that. Um, a shooter shooting a jump shot and then flopping on the floor. And then obviously the block charge, or the, I'll call it a fake charge. I started calling it a fake charge. So on the fake charge, are you are you gonna go block first and they give warning, or are you just going straight technical? No, it's gonna it's got to be one or the other, in my opinion. In college, it's got to be one or the other. I know in college, I know you guys I have got have like a flop warning signal before. No technical foul signal. It's a technical foul right away. They changed the rule. That's another reason why the high school rule, I'm like, all right, it's, it's in the rule book. High school, or excuse me, college, it's now, or NCAA men's, I should say, is now a technical foul, one shot. I had one in my, my game last week, you know, shooter jumps, flops. I immediately show this because I'm processing the play. So I want to see if A1 has it, who has the ball. So I take a second to process, process and I'll do this, and then boop, 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 technical foul. But again, this is not in high school, so nobody knows what this is in high school. So I probably won't even show this in high school, just technical foul. But again, you you want to wait to see where the ball is. You don't want to do it in the middle of a layup. And that constitutes well, and a NCAA now, Paul, it's not just a warning. It's an automatic technical foul for the flop. Yeah, it's an automatic class B one shot technical foul. It's not in the game anymore. So we have all the leverage to call it. If we don't call it, it's just an incorrect call. Incorrect, no call. Jay, what were you saying? Uh, I was just uh, saying, does it constitute as a player technical or is it indirect? Uh, that'd be a player technical. But we could look up the rule. If this is a rule question, then just pull up your digital rule book. Uh, I had this, it was my topic book. Helpful. Yeah, I just will get the Wilbur Gennett case book all in one. It should be on the player technical section of the NFHS rulebook. It's like, yeah, that's like I think it's letter. It be found. Yeah. It would be would be the definition. There was some confusion when I when I posted this over the winter on TikTok, a lot of people were commenting that faking being fouled meant sending the wrong person to the line. But I think it's clearly written in that next line after faking being fouled, attempting to shoot an unmerited free throw, I think is the language, or I could be wrong, but Carmel, you have it there? Yeah, I'm trying to, I have player, I'm looking under player technical. Um, yeah, I'm looking for it's under. 10-4-F. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, faking being fouled, knowingly attempting a free throw or accepting a foul to which the player was not entitled. Mm -hmm. And what that's a, yeah, that's like an unsporting technical foul. Yeah, it's unsporting foul. It was just just this, not this, just this. I'm going to bring <laughs> it up at my next board meeting just to raise awareness on it, because I don't think anybody else is going to call it or even thinking about calling it, but 
I'm not going to neglect it anymore. And I'm not worried about the friction that it's going to cause because I'm backed by the rule book. You know, that's our leverage. That's that's our ammunition. So I think if you mention in the pregame, along with sportsmanship being a point of emphasis and we expect professional communication, when I meet with the coaches and players before the game, um, I'm probably going to say something like, all right, guys, real quick, white talks to white, blue talks to blue. If we talk to you, we're trying to help you. Besides that, respect each other, respect us, and respect the game. Coaches, we're very approachable if you have a question, but sportsmanship is a po point of emphasis this year, and we do expect professional communication. You guys have any questions? So I'm already establishing that framework for them. So it's mm -hmm. like if something happens two minutes into the game or 22 minutes into the game, we can revert back to that conversation that we had. Now you can pull from that. Like, Coach, we spoke in the pregame about this. You can reference it. Mm -hmm. I can like you put that. down print form so I can uh, rehearse it. <laughs> yes, sure. You could. You could just write Paul. it. Repeat it. Yeah. Johnny, can you give me the wire? Hey, Paul, would you like able to create like, uh, like a document of like, like different types of like pre-game meetings with like the officials and then also like pre-game meeting with the coaches and captains this season? Because I have a, I have a hard time uh, explaining during my pre-game meeting with coaches and players, but I would say like sportsmanship, leadership at all times. Right talk to right black, talk to black, no cross talk. And that's what I that's what I say. But I always keep again to add the sports sportsmanship part too. Absolutely. Your content is good. I just want you to focus on really slowing down and mm -hmm. just, you know, speaking your words slowly and as clearly as possible. And don't don't rush it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably you're... gonna start saying like, yeah, I know I'll probably say like I would say, like, I, I say, all right, ladies or gentlemen, uh, white talk to white, black talk to black, no cross talk, sportsmanship is the absolute mark of this game. Respect the game, respect your, your teammates, your opponents, and respect your officials. Coaches, we are approachable. And pretty much, yeah, but I'm still trying to, like, work, work it out. So back to my pregame, I forgot about the flop. So let me rewind. White talks to white, blue talks to blue. If we talk to you, we're trying to help you. Besides that, respect each other, respect us, and respect the game. Just to give you guys a reminder, flopping is a technical foul. Faking being fouled, okay? So stay on your feet. Coaches, um, sportsmanship is the number one point of emphasis this year. So we expect professional communication out of you. We're very approachable if you have a question. Um, but let's keep it respectful. Do you guys have any questions now? No, we're good. No, we're good. Good luck. Good luck. Okay. Three minutes into the game. Ref, that's a foul. Ref, he's getting hit. Coach, I just told you I'm very approachable if you have a question, but you're shouting comments onto the court. That's not going to be um, that's not going to be tolerated today. It's not going to be tolerated tonight. You have a question about a play? We spoke about professional communication. You got to re rehash that. I'm saying it over and over because I don't use the professional line as much as I want to, because I know that's a dagger. And it usually gets them right into shape. 
like how it sets the standard right away from the pregame meeting right off the bat. It sets the standard. That's perfect. Yeah, we're creating the guidelines. We're creating the framework. We're creating the line in the sand. And it's just there as a template. And then during the game, you can reference that because you've already established it. So I think that's good. This is really good. What You guys have any other questions? I'm happy to stay a few more minutes if you do. Yeah, hey, Paul, I had a quick question about the uh, faking being fouled. So, you know, if we, you know, have the audacity to call that, which is how the fans will take it probably, but if, if we do actually call that in, in a game, oh, and you go oh, to the oh, table. Sure. Sure. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I heard that. I'm calling it too then, Paul. I'm like, call Paul. He he did it. <laughs> you know the show Call Saul? Call Paul, yeah, Paul, Paul facts. <laughs> so when you go to the table, you you know, you report your your technical foul, assess the two shots, and the coach says, What did my player get a technical foul for? You just simply explain what the rule says, like in the rule book. Oh, but but here's the good thing about mentioning it in the pregame. We've already spoken about Oh, it. yeah, true, true, true. Okay. Faking being fouled. So hopefully that we're being proactive in that conversation to not have to explain. Right. Hopefully they're asking. I definitely wouldn't use the word flop either. You know, if you're trying to explain it to a coach, because he'll, he'll be like, okay, what's a flop? What do you mean, what's a flop? We don't know what a flop is? Faking being fouled. No, nah, you know, the coaches know what a flop Everybody, if you play basketball, you know what a flop is. You should be you all right. You can always say by rule. I'm not a big fan of the viral. Yeah. But I feel I like it hasn't been effective for me in my career. I don't I, think. Yeah. Is it, does it work for you? It works for me. They don't say anything. Me too. Me so too. I just feel like there needs to be additional content on top of that, not just coach by rule. I mean, you, say, you specify the rule. I mean, if they want to look it up, I specify the rule. I think there needs to be a little bit of an explanation, but <laughs> don't lead the conversation with coach by rule. I feel like you should explain, you know, I, the defender created illegal contact by moving forward by rule. That's, that's a foul or whatever, whatever the case is on that play. But it's just my observation. Again, you got to do what works for you. If you're finding success with that, then keep doing it. I haven't just because, uh, and I don't, when when people say that in general, like or by rule, or that's not my job, or I don't know, I just find them kind of related. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. So say say I do a bicycle game, and say I'm in a center position, and and I call a open look foul, or say the trail interleader. Uh, straight line, they can't see it, and I have to open work. And a coach goes berserk about it. And why should I explain to the coach and uh, why I call the open open work foul while my partners are? Or let me let me answer it this way, and hopefully this is a breakthrough for a lot of you guys. I change the topic all the time. Coaches ask about a play. I change the topic if he goes berserk. You just said he went berserk. Why would we talk about a, the block charge play if he went to berserk? We have to either give him a technical foul, give him a warning, 
or de-escalate him. That is now the number one priority. It's not, well, coach, I had the defender moving forward for those reasons. No, it's like, whoa, 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 coach, coach, we spoke about professional communication. You're shouting the call. That's not acceptable. We need to speak in a respectful manner. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. I just thought my guy was, um, you know, he got hit. Oh, okay. I hear what you're saying. In my opinion, the, it was a legal play. For those reasons, I let I let it play on. I didn't have a whistle. Okay, thank you, ref. See the way we're speaking now? I appreciate mm-hmm. that, coach. This is the way we need to conversate all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm complimenting him there also, but I'm setting those ex- um, um, rehashing those expectations. Mm-hmm. So change the topic. If you're, if you're, if somebody's going berserk or yelling at you, you need to de-escalate them. Yeah, I like what you did. Said, well, coach, 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 coach. Remember, we talked about this in pregame professionalism. Right. Yeah, I mean, coach, coach, coach. You can. I mean, that's the most effective one, I think, but you can find a filler word that works for you. And the the concept behind that is, and I've noticed this as a teacher and just throughout my conversations, sometimes the conversation isn't ready or the listener isn't ready to receive the message. So it's almost like the coach, coach, coach is really me doing this. Hello? Hello? Oh, you're getting them from the shouting to you're doing the hello, and then now it's like, they stopped. Now they're looking at you. Yeah. Then you manage them. Now, don't try to manage them when they're like up. Yeah. You got to get their attention. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I know last year my games. I know I've been dealing with coaches who are like when I explain it about the comedy, I keep interrupting me like. Like, what should I do with the coach that keeps, like, interrupting me while explaining why I called that foul or that violation, like a travel, backcourt, or illegal dribble? Carmela, how do you handle a coach who keeps interrupting you when you're trying to provide an explanation? Mm-hmm. Can I say, coach? Carmela, you're on mute. All right, I, yeah. <laughs> it's in my screen as soon as you said that. You're on mute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I let him, you know, explain his side first. Coach, what did you see? Usually when you lead with that, with that, you know, they say what they saw and then you can lead. Okay, well, this is what I saw. And typically I don't get interrupted, but if they want to interrupt, then I'll say, okay, you're not speaking to me professionally. We're done. And I would, you know, tell him walk away. I mean, if you don't want to hear my explanation, okay. But, um, you know, I, you could say, I, you know, I would never interrupt you. Please don't interrupt me. Oh. So. <laughs> One thing that works well for me, I said, Coach, because we're not having this conversation more. Like, you keep interrupting. Like, well, my explanation, I'm trying to tell you, when conversation is over, we're done, we're moving on. I just said, I just say we're done. We're moving on. That's most effective way for me. Yep. And also, now I got this uh, a communication sheet from the clinic with a program scanner and put in a communication chat as a helpful resource to anyone. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Carmelo summed it up perfectly. By the way, right before Carmelo spoke, we had a little Zoom humor. You know, we call Zoom humor. No, 
Zoomer. <laughs> Zoomer. Anyway, we've done a lot of Zooms together, Carmela. So, so you know, <laughs> only me and you kind of get it, but. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Well, right, yeah, you have a whole list of bad dad jokes going on now, Paul. Was that <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, I'm watching that. Uh, uh, Jay, what were you saying? I, I'm watching that. Join a crown race, but I'm gonna stay in that community until. Dave, you're, Dave, you're blocking. Jay. Dave, you're blocking Jay, my man. You're yep. playing defense. You're playing defense on Jay. Just give him a second. <laughs> so, did you have the whole list of bad dad jokes going on, Paul? Oh. No, I have a big list of great dad jokes. Great dad. Jokes. <laughs> You want to listen to that? Yep, I have a whole list of them too. Give me a T. Give me a T. <laughs> we don't do corny dad jokes around here, Jay. <laughs> I love a good dad joke, honestly. <laughs> I got them in my arsenal. I, I tell them all the time to my to the players in my games. They love them. The guys not so much. The girls like them. Yeah. The guys, the boys are a little too cool for that. Always. How does the ocean? How does the ocean say goodbye? Oh, I know this. I know it. There we go. I'll wait for someone to. Yep. The heavy guys happen in the like funny uh, like stuff that happened in game like funny like situations that ever happened in your guys' game. Funny situation. Yeah, like funny situations where like where players do something like funny and and all that stuff. Not off the top of my head, but we'll have to have a um, a session where we'll just come tell funny stories. That might be pretty entertaining. Yeah. Why don't we gather them up this year and we'll all story tell around a virtual campfire one day? Yeah. And also, back in my, uh, when I was excited for the clinic, I called three player technical fouls for, for play hang on the rim. All right. Three All times. Right. And I went, whoop, 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 whoop. And, uh, and I explained to players, you, you can hang on the rim. But if there's a player there, I won't call it. If there's like a point that you do it for safety, I'm gonna call it. There's like no point. They just hang on. I know like the NBA guys, well, very technical on Maddox. Anybody have any other questions for you want to talk about? We're good. I think it was a good session tonight. A lot of great content, I think, for each one individually, but collectively too. And more importantly, I'm noticing the improvement from, you know, session to session, but from beginning to session to end of session too. So keep up the great work. It's going to be our, our best season ever for all of us. So yep. looking forward to seeing you guys work throughout the year, hearing more of your situations and stories and uh, just continuing to connect with you guys. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful night and a great weekend. And text me anytime if you guys ever have questions. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game.